when you achieve this higher level, warrior parents do not endure autism, which I feel like that's what I did for so many years. Warrior parents transcend it. How is it possible for a parent of a child with autism to become the superhero their child needs now? I'm Len. And I'm Cass. When our son was diagnosed with moderate to severe autism, we went all in. We spent over a decade learning everything we could on how we could transform to help our son thrive. And guess what? He's doing it. This year, he ran for class president. Each week on this podcast, we will be sharing the secrets needed for you to become the superhero your child needs. If you want to learn how to tap into your innate superpowers to help your child thrive, visit AutismParentingSecrets.com. Hey, it's Len, and welcome to the show. This is a very short and sweet episode. I want to just talk about one aspect of how a parent like you can operate at an even higher level. It's all about how you're navigating. And even though there's an infinite number of things that you might be doing or you could do to care for yourself and to also make great decisions for your child, Cass and I on this podcast talk a lot about we trust that you are absolutely the person who's in the best position to decide what makes sense and what doesn't. You have everything you need to make the right call for you and your child and your family. But the way parents like you and me navigate, sometimes our way of doing that just doesn't set us up for success. And it also sets us up for something that feels harder. So I know I traveled a path initially where I was moving kind of grudgingly, fearfully, deferentially, deferring to doctors, brokenheartedly, because I was, uh, there was a lot of emotions I was feeling. So from that standpoint, operating that way, even though it's understandable and probably pretty common, what Cass and I have learned is that we learned that the way a parent is operating, the way they're navigating, makes all the difference. And that brings us to today's secret. The secret is move with power and light. So the transformation for a parent, the opportunity that's in front of them is to move from wherever you are now to a stronger, more capable, and more confident version of yourself. We call that being a warrior parent. It's a new and improved version of you and something that sets you up for a better journey and more of whatever it is that you're wanting for your child. So the way a warrior parent navigates in the fewest possible words, is this secret that they move. The parent moves with power and light. And it may sound simple, but there's nuances in those two terms. And I want to just go into a little bit more detail. As I'm talking and you're thinking about these terms, power and light, apply it to your own situation. The definitions I'm going to share, you know, the examples, where is it now that you can go from wherever you are in power, wherever you are with respect to light, and how can you get even bigger, even stronger, even more powerful? So the name power and light actually sounds like a utility company, but it really, those two words are really, really relevant. I know that you are a parent who is doing the best you can, striving to do even more and to be more for your child, for yourself. 
and to ultimately find answers that are right. And power comes into play and why we're going to lead with that. Power, basically look at power as how much energy do you have? Because we all have a certain amount of fuel in the tank and how much you have dictates so much. So your power level, it starts with a definiteness of your purpose, being super, super clear on why, what is driving you to take the actions you're taking. I'm, and I'm guessing it's for your child, but it could be for yourself as well. So just getting really clear on your why, that why, if clear enough and if big enough, in your mind, important enough, that will increase your power level in and of itself. So do you want to be the best parent you can be? Do you want to really help your child thrive or to overcome whatever the specific issues are, the obstacles, the opportunities, or is your wife, is it even outside of not just your family and your child, but is it something about some mark that you want or some change you want to model for this generation and to inspire others? So your why is your why. I invite you to get really specific and clear because if you want to increase your power level, there is no better way to do that than having a very clear why the definitiveness of purpose. It's a mouthful, but the opposite is a vague sense of what you're trying to achieve and why. You don't want vague. You don't want fuzzy. Definite is the key. The other aspect of your power comes down to your confidence and decisiveness. So here, the lesson I learned is don't fall into the trap of indecision and don't stay in the land of maybe, even though it feels more comfortable, it feels easier to not act sometimes. And the key here is where you can make a decision, the opportunities there, decide. Yes, no, maybe some things go into the not now or I don't know, but try to have very few things in there and look to identify whatever it is you need to get in place to be able to make that decision because confidence and decisiveness are key and you can move and act with a greater self-trust and you can act without apology. You don't need to apologize for you doing what you know is right for your child. Will you be perfect? No. Will you make mistakes or will things not work out as you hoped? Absolutely. That's part of the journey, but you can act and do so with self-trust, without apology to others because ultimately power demands not waiting for permission from anybody. So yes, get informed, have an inner circle, but power means making decisions, moving forward boldly, not meekly. And that moving forward, that drive is really the next piece of power. You don't want to be staying still and you don't want to be spending too much time looking back. So you want to have a clear direction a clear target that you're aiming for. And here, again, that's going to be so unique to your specific situation. But the key is it's your direction, the target that you select, not somebody else. So whether it's family, friends, practitioners, doesn't matter. This is something where ownership, you have to own what is the goal? What are you moving towards? And if you're clear on that and you're very clear on your why and being very definite on that, then it's easy for you to move in a way where you refuse to stay stuck. And if you're in that more powerful position, you will not tolerate confusion. 
You'll get the clarity you need. You'll ask the questions. And you'll overall be fueled by just this sense of urgency to act, to do whatever it is you feel is right, but to have that sense of urgency serve you. Because if it's taken too much of an extreme, an overwhelming sense of urgency can also um, kind of scare you and hold you back. So you want some urgency, but not an extreme amount. And I know we've talked, I know Cass loves to talk about the, the window. The idea that after your child turns a certain age that your window of opportunity closes, that's total bullshit. That's not true. Change can happen at any point. Hey, if you can improve things, do it now with some sense of urgency and not to stay in the land of maybe or not to stay in indecision too long. Next, in terms of power, is kind of if you look at it from almost a physical perspective, it's a strong core. So the key of a strong core, which is your source of power, that's your self-trust and intuition. You can look for evidence more and more that you can be trusted to make the right decisions. I know that's really hard at times, but the intuition we have as parents will guide us. And I like to talk about an informed intuition. I may have a gut sense, but I'm going to try to get information to support it as well. But power level increases for anybody. If you're leveraging your sense of self-trust and you're leveraging your intuition, and then the final piece of power is really about physical, physical strength. So this is where self-care is so incredibly important and so often overlooked. Whatever you need to do each day to keep moving, to build strength, to do some kind of cardiovascular, to, to get the heart rate up, and there's so many here, I'm not even going to begin to go into it, but find what physical self-care type activities that you enjoy doing. And as you're doing that, don't forget to make sure you're prioritizing sleep. Incredibly important for everyone, but you'll have no power, no gas in the tank if you're shortchanging sleep. And then whatever else you can do, you know, we talked physical, more of the body, but the mind, any kind of mindfulness practice, whatever it is, overall, you're wanting to, over time, to develop more mental toughness because so many things are not going to break your way, at least initially. So to be able to have that mental toughness to do hard things, to fail and pick yourself up and to come back again or with a new approach, all of that is also part of the power piece. So I thought it would be useful going through all those examples because power takes many forms. And now that we've talked about the power, so think about your current power level. What is it on a scale of one to 10? Just throwing it out. And what can you do? What are the areas of opportunity based on what I've talked about to apply some focus now? And don't try to address all the opportunities you have. Just pick a few that you feel are the next best step. And power grows over time with intention, with curiosity. And now we move to the second piece of this. So moving with power and light is the key. What do we mean by light? So light also, like power, takes a few different forms. Lightness can mean flexibility. It means not being rigid in how you're doing things, being flexible. It can also mean light with respect to positivity, optimistic, excited about the future, not fearing or having anxiety. So light can take the form of positivity. And finally, it takes the form of possibility, which is absolutely related to positivity. So let's start with flexibility. 
It means refusing to stay stuck, not falling into a victim mentality where there's this fixed mindset where I am the way I am, my child's the way they are, and there's not much we can do about it. So flexibility means that you're open. You're open to changing information, to changing circumstances, and the flexibility gets really hard if you're weighed down. If there's a weight on your shoulders weighing you down, keeping you stuck, kind of like an anchor, it's impossible to be flexible. So having less baggage, usually that takes the form of beliefs that don't serve you. Limiting beliefs are a big part of how a warrior parent operates where they become aware of their limiting beliefs and try to shift to beliefs that are supportive. There's no good or bad beliefs. There's just beliefs that either support you or they don't. And as much as you can to have the awareness of what really is not supporting you and shifting because you have the ability to shift your beliefs at any time, this is how you shed weight. And to whatever extent you're slowing yourself down by the stories you tell yourself, huge opportunity to move with more lightness. And you're also just not wanting to operate where you're just constantly going against the current. And limiting beliefs can definitely be that obstacle. Also just bad habits. We all do certain things really well and maybe other things that we don't. So getting really clear on what is it about how I'm operating that I need to improve on and having a very focused effort to get the support to improve any aspect of how you're operating. If it's a habit that's not serving you, Habits are fantastic. You can change them. You can change them with new micro habits a little bit at a time. There's a lot of power here. And tiny shifts and habits have huge, huge impact. So that's the light piece of being flexible. The light in terms of positivity, seeing the world through an exuberant, enthusiastic lens. Positivity can't be overstated. And you know, it is so required for this journey. And some people like me are really challenged here. I'm a pretty monotone guy, as you're probably hearing my voice. It's just how I operate. This is how I am. But I've recognized it's an opportunity because if I try to fake being over the top enthusiastic, it doesn't feel right and it comes across as fake. So faking it doesn't work. But being intentional about improving how enthusiastic I am where it makes sense, that really pays off in so many ways. I was able to move my enthusiasm dial up, and you can do the same thing. How far is up to you? And I found that my son and my daughter, uh, they respond to it. More enthusiasm in my voice, more facial expression, more, just more of emotions, of what I'm saying, how I'm acting. Just some minor changes to increase the levels are fantastic. And, you know, my kids really respond well. Some kids are the opposite, where if you get really big and cheering and high-fiving, some kids love it, lots of kids love it, but some, it may not be a fit. So you have to really experiment with, of all the ways that you can be more exuberant and positive, what's the way that your child responds to the most? And with curiosity, you'll absolutely get the clues you need. And overall, you want to be exciting and interesting, but you also don't want to be unsafe and unpredictable. So here for all of us, just to look at it, where can you turn it up a little bit? With my son, 
the expression in my eyes, my facial expressions were really important. He really responded well to me going up and whispering things in his ear, encouragement. So instead of jumping up and down and kind of shouting, sometimes a whisper can be even more impactful and even a whisper can be enthusiastic and exuberant. So overall, you get to lead this journey and you can be super positive if you really see it as the opportunity of a lifetime, and which is really what this is, this journey for us as parents. And in any moment, you can choose gratitude. And that gratitude, that sense of appreciation, absolutely makes it easier to pivot and react with true, sincere positivity. Gratitude is literally the greatest tool in your toolbox. Finally, is this idea related to positivity of just possibility that there's more possibility than we may realize. And it really comes down to your focus. I know when I started focusing on what's possible, not what I thought was not possible, things shifted. And I also learned that using unhappiness to try to motivate other people, including myself, never worked. So focusing more on what's possible, pivoting out of victim mentality when it creeps up, And knowing that it's okay to feel those emotions. If you feel beaten down, if you feel sad, if you feel any emotion, all emotions are just what they are. They're emotions. There's no good or bad ones. And all the emotions that we feel ultimately help us to tap into and release energy. So the only question is really how you channel the energy that gets freed up by whatever emotions that you're feeling. And if you are in victim mode and you're feeling negative emotions, that's okay. Feel it. Feel, tap into your emotions. But just if you find that you're really focusing on feelings of shame, regret, self-pity, just recognize that that's where your limited energy is going. So ultimately, that's what this comes down to. Is where are you choosing to spend your the energy that you have? You can try to increase it, but whatever you have, Are you spending it wisely? And I know when I would be finding myself feeling sorry for myself, uh, I was spending a lot of time and effort, mental energy, trying to secure sympathy from other people to feel sad with me. And to the way I look at it now is that I was wanting to recruit people to empower me in my weakness. And only with hindsight now can I see, well, that was an utter waste of time because that in no way helped me and it definitely didn't benefit my child. So if you're listening to this right now, I know for a fact that you are clearly not a victim and you're not operating with a victim playbook. You have some form of growth mindset that can only grow over time. And you also know that you're the key person who can make positive change happen. So for wherever you are, celebrate that And just recognize that together, we all have opportunities to grow stronger, to get even stronger than we are now. And whether it's how you're interacting with your child or your spouse or how you treat yourself or how you're interacting with practitioners and people on your team, you know, can you look at the way that you're currently operating and even more direct more of your energy towards what you want? And if you see that you're spending energy on something that's not related to what you want, you have the ability to pivot at any time. 
So with lightness, with these three components, flexibility, positivity, and even more possibility, where within there are there opportunities? How would you score yourself on a scale of one to 10 with respect to how lightly are you navigating this journey? And then think about the components and see where can you put some energy to start to shift? Because the goal is to increase your power while also seemingly contradictory, but not in any way, improving or increasing the lightness of by which you're navigating this journey. Focus on making those two components, power and light, bigger. And that really is being a warrior parent summarized in just two simple concepts. So these concepts matter because without power and light working for you, it's really hard to figure out the next best steps for you and your child right now. And at any point in time, that's what this comes down to is making good decisions in the moment and being a leader and navigating this journey as well as we can and knowing kind of where your power level is each day. You see, at the end of each day, how was I one to 10 on my power? How was I in my lightness? And we actually have a detailed score that kind of factors both of those in. It's the warrior parent score. And if you want to take that, that'll give you a number from one to a hundred. And that's at warriorparentcoaching.com slash score. And you can get the score that way. So that could be useful. We work with parents and our goal is to help them increase their warrior parent score. We think once someone gets to like a 75, they're operating at a really high level. And that's the goal to get them at least to that level. But otherwise, use the score. It's there for you to use. Otherwise, just one to 10, power and light. Because ultimately, warrior parents, when you achieve this higher level, warrior parents do not endure autism, which I feel like that's what I did for so many years. Warrior parents transcend it, and they boldly lead a journey that's filled with more connection, more acceptance, and more curiosity. You know, they're filled with love and hope. And they're also fueled by courageous action. And that all happens when you're moving boldly with power and light. Want to learn how to avoid the 33 mistakes most autism parents make? Get your free training today. Visit autismparentingsecrets.com slash unstoppable. 